Okay, what's good, what's good? It's a quick update for you all, yeah? Right, what I've tried to do here is I've changed things up a little touch to maintain the integrity of the main show whilst giving you a lot of regular podcasts you can listen to every week. So stay subscribed to The Joff Show, but also for something more regular, search Random Joff on whichever podcast platform you use and subscribe to that for the regular joint. If there's a new episode of the main show, I'll be sure to let you know on there. And as always, it really helps if you follow Joff Show on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, sharing the content, letting your people know about the show really, 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 really helps. So the more of that, the merrier. You know what I mean? Feel free to reach out anytime with any questions or suggestions for the show. Big up all of you lot, man, for staying with the show. And yeah, we move. Big up. Love. Look, I'm not going to lie, this won't be normal in any type of way. But I believe some of you, even though it might be a small amount, you might even want this. So, you know, expect untidy all over the place. Expect the chaotic, the cluttered, the confused, the dislocated, sloppy, scrambled, scattered, mixed up, messy, unarranged, unkempt and unsystematic, absolute lunacy. Welcome to the Drop Show. Christmas is over. Um, the day after Christmas is the day I look forward to, to be honest. Um, I'm not a fan. Um, I'm a Scrooge. Absolute Scrooge. But uh, yeah, it's all over. Thank God, man. The uh, It's all build up, isn't it, Christmas? Like, it's all about the build up. Like, the day is always an anti-climax because um, you might be playing some Christmas songs and all that, but all the, you know, the, the lights on Oxford Street and all the shopping and the intensity of it all... That's Christmas. To me, that's what Christmas is. It's it's just manic mass consumerism. Right, before we get into this, I think it's worth like explaining a little bit about who I am. Um, my 36-year-old father of three, I've got twin 17-year-old uh, boys and uh, a daughter who's 12, so I started early with the parenting, you know. I grew up with a German-Irish father and an English mum. Uh, in a 98% Asian area where I was dropped off at primary school by my English mother and picked up by Auntie Deirdre and would spend a lot of time in their house, which was a Dominican Jamaican household. To add to this, our family were very close to a Turkish family and a Bosnian family, so I definitely haven't had, you know, the normal white life as much as most English people do up until a year or so ago when I moved to the countryside. Uh, A massive part of how this podcast will run is down to how my brain works, really. Um, Put simply, my brain is absolutely fucked. Yeah, I was diagnosed with severe ADHD when I was a kid, but after getting retested a few years ago, I was given the new label of having mild, high-functioning autism. Um, This is going to heavily influence the speed and randomness of the podcast for sure, Uh, but other major influences um, really that are worth you knowing quite early, uh, I'm I'm only going to do this for the first episode, but is that um, after experiencing major trauma, and grief a few years ago when I lost my family. I've been left with some pretty nasty, delayed PTSD and generalised anxiety. 
like this doesn't mean that this will be a podcast about mental health uh but it will definitely influence how the podcast will come out so you can definitely expect a very random disjointed ride if you do want to hear the full story about what had happened to me you know in the past few years you can check out an episode of the ryan nile show where he invited me in to you know tell my story in the hope that it would help others in the same predicament as me uh, i'll put a link uh, to that particular episode on the twitter which is at joff show that's at j-o-f-f show um Please subscribe to Ryan's podcast as well. It's called The Ryan Nile Show. Uh, it's a fantastic podcast. Uh, that being said, thanks for being here. And if you do want to hear more, please subscribe to the podcast. And uh, feel free to send any questions to me via my socials or however you feel to do so. Let's get back to it. This podcast is brought to you by Chicken. Chicken. It's so tasty and nice, especially with rice.com. What have I got to say? Because as soon as the mic turns on it, you realise actually you might not be that fucking interesting. Either that or it's just the lack of having somebody else to talk to, you know, because I talk to so many people and, oh, this is a sentence, right? I talk to so many people. Do you know what? Sometimes I outdo myself with the stuff I say. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, what I was getting at is a lot of people have told me over the years I should do something like this. You know, oh, you're into stuff. You're smart. You should do this. I'm not smart. I regurgitate information from the internet, stuff that interests me, no doubt. I'm not a real expert in anything. I absolutely adore music, um, the arts, uh, you know, and fucking doing fuck all as much as possible. I'm a lazy bastard. That's the truth. Um, even starting recording this, I've always wanted to do it. You know, it's one of my favourite things to do is listen to podcasts. It's where it helps me get out of bed in the morning. It helps with the depression, the lack of serotonin in my brain. It helps me get up and make coffee and get going in a day. So in classic art, artist form, my brain says, well, I should make one of these. Anyway, this is about 10 years in the making. 10 years in the making. I ain't even got a page worth of notes. I even got notes, really. I just thought about some shit that I wanted to talk about. Um, one of which, which is uh, really playing on my mind, is the song Hey Mr. Tambourine Man. Hey Mr. Tambourine Man, play the song for me. I'm not sleepy and there ain't no place I'm going to... Who the fuck wants to hear a tambourine when they're going to bed of all the instruments? The geezer's saying he's not sleepy. There's no place he's going to. Yeah, you're not falling asleep because it's a fucking tambourine. Do you know what I mean? A triangle would be a better choice than a tambourine. A glockenspiel would be a better choice than a tambourine. Just shaking a dead Christmas tree until all the needles fall off and then hoovering it up would be probably more soothing than actually going to bed to the sound of a fucking tambourine. Do you know what I mean? It's always baffled me, the the person who chooses to be the tambourine person in a band. Because I feel like what you're saying is that, you know, the people who don't give a fuck, who ain't really paying attention, they're going to think I'm part of the band, which is pretty sick. I get to be on the coach and get all the pussy and get all the this and that and the furs that come with being a fucking glorified groupie, basically. But surely you'd be a bit embarrassed that people are looking up there going oh yeah you're the um you're in yeah you play the uh do you play do you play do you play a tambourine or do you just do tambourine 
You shouldn't be able... I don't think you should be able to say it's like... it's Fair do, it's just a percussion instrument, but you shouldn't be able to say, yeah, I'm a percussionist because you play a fucking tambourine, should you? Do you know what I mean? That would be embarrassing. Like, what do you do? Oh, lead guitar. Oh, how, how long? Yeah, my dad's been... I started with the blues, you know. I learned a bit of classical, a little bit of jazz. But my love was in rock, so, you know, I joined the band as they was fusing the genres together. So, uh, yeah, fantastic, man. As soon as I met a keyboard player, Mike... Mike's fantastic on the keyboard. We've got a wonderful drummer. Yeah, how about you, Geese? Yeah, I'm the uh, tambourine guy. Like, do you pr- can you proudly say you're the tambourine guy? Do you know what I mean? It's the grown-up equivalent of being the kid with the triangle, surely. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play some song for me. I'm not sleepy and there is no place I want to go. up today I ain't cleaned the new uh, air fryer that I got which is amazing but I ain't cleaned it yet there's a pot with some water that's slightly green because my neighbour brought me round some Venezuelan food wrapped in a uh, green leaf which is uh, I think it's a banana leaf of sorts but amazing uh, hajacas from Venezuela but um, yeah nothing's been done I need to sweep I need to get rid of the dust I need to run a wash. I need to hang out a wash. Um, but none of it's been done. To be honest, even doing this uh, started to feel like a chore only because I just cannot go another day thinking I ain't done it. I've always wanted to do this, but it's not a chore. I'm enjoying this, do you know what I mean? But like, as I'm doing it in true, true nutter form and ADHD form or whatever it is that they're calling me now, I'm thinking about other stuff. Do you know what I mean? I'm thinking about, oh, I wonder if Jim's online. We'll go and play some Call of Duty. Like, do you know what I mean? Try and win Warzone for once or something like that. Although, the new little version on the island of uh, of Call of Duty, we have won a couple. Jim uh, won one the other day. And I, uh, oh, excuse me. And I uh, nearly broke uh, my finger from clapping so hard, just being so over the moon that we'd fucking won one. Do you know what I mean? We're like the over 30s Warzone club. Instagram keeps making me look at tits. Thank you for tuning in and happy wise year. So, we're going to talk about the new moon. Now, this new moon is very powerful. Is it a religion? Um, fucking, hold on, pull my chair in here. Is it a religion? Um, Astrology. Right. Technically, it is, right? Because 
well, I suppose it's a sceptical uh, view on what religion is, but if you believe in something that you, you can't genuinely prove, do you know what I mean? Apart from saying, I felt this on a certain day, you know, because that is the difference between, well, in my opinion, um, a lot of the time, faith is based on personal feeling, right? Not physical proof. It's never There's never been physical proof, do you know what I mean? Um, and this is not to go against anybody's faith, because if you have faith... I mean, I, I believe in um, I believe in someone. Um, I don't know who, or but I believe um, through through my through reading science, through being skeptical of religion, massively skeptical of religion, uh, religion, religion, um, massively skeptical of religion. Um, growing up, when I was growing up, I wanted to be like a Christian because I, I think I was just scared of death. I think from the point I remember the first time I realised I was going to die one day, and uh, you know that cold when you when something scares you or you think about something that's that really upsets you or something like you know if you think about your nan falling over and hurting herself and people laughing at her or something like that you get like a cold feeling i remember getting that feeling and i remember being really scared of it and i think um that's probably why i wanted to be religious and why i believed in uh, christianity at the time and my family were not religious at all um but what i was thinking about in regards in regards to this it's like people and religion it's kind of a strange one to me only because if the only proof that somebody has got is proof that they can't prove to you do you know what i mean um like you say well prove it they'll be like i don't need to prove it i felt it you know i saw it i asked for it and this happened even though, and, and, and that's another thing I'm not a big fan of. Um, people pray for things that they want. I think if you're going to pray, like, why don't you say thanks, uh, you know, and then just hope for the best, you know, because if your God is all seeing, all knowing, he's going to know what you want. Do you know what I mean? Um, I just, yeah, just, is it that? Because, like, now I'm looking at, like, astrology, and I've got, so I've got some friends that are into it, but in my head, I just think, nah, man, like, what are you going on because you can with astrology is one of those ones where you can talk and talk and talk and say this is in line with this and you know and i'm very interested in in the stars and the planets from a scientific point of view but like what at what point do you tell me this is true do you know what i'm saying who was it recently somebody was talking about it recently where they were saying like you know if the difference between a star sign uh, can be seconds, you know, because if you was born on 23, 59 and 59 seconds, and then you was born, somebody else was born, the day after, 001, 0001 seconds, yeah? Fucking hell, I'm stupid today. <laughs> You're stupid every day, you fucking... Oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. That was the sound of my mind. <laughs> ah, but what I'm saying is, somebody said that recently, I think it was on Instagram. Um, what's his name? Skeptor's brother. He was saying, like, you know, minutes difference, and then the date changes, and now you're not a Cancer, you're a Libra, therefore your whole life is going to be different. Like, the trajectory of what's going to happen in your life is different which is, to me, is total, absolute bullshit. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't really know what I believe in exactly, 
but I do know that I believe that if you look close enough uh, into science and and look at the 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 exact balance of everything on this planet and the fact that if we moved millimeters off of our axis would be and we wouldn't exist and you know just luck that much luck to me just doesn't seem possible but could be you know um yeah man anyway that was just it just came into my head because it's 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 just uh for me seems to be something that is becoming more and more um prevalent nowadays it's it's uh there's a lot more people borderline preaching um astrology man now this new moon is very powerful and it's going to be pretty intense oh, what's he doing the form of what's going on in the world today and how you are nothing more than a reflection of the outer world just remember that for a moment oh shit so I don't know if you lot clocked that but what he's saying is it's laying the form of what's going on in the world today the moon is letting us know about COVID and uh, the moon is letting us know that um, you can't currently get Lego at short notice or I think what he's saying also is the moon is letting us know that Audi and Lidl's going a bit short on carrots because of EU regulations. Who knew that EU regulations would be based on the moon? Do you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Because the reflection is always within. What is going on inside of you that is reflected outside of you? Okay. I think that is a metaphor for having a shit. (laughs) Shit jokes, right? Yeah, no. Do you know what it is? Oh, he's doing that thing. Started, you know, with the the prayer thing, like, you know, he didn't say namaste or anything like that, but he started with that, and he's doing that thing where the eyes are a little bit curled up, and it's like, hey, it's nice to see you. I want to welcome you here, and and let you know this is a safe place. The sun, the moon, Sagittarius is uh, currently pulling for 180 kickflip around. the magnetic field is field of, of, of Jupiter and uh, subsequently we seem to be moving into a different age you see the thing is with uh, as we move through the eons light travels and it just makes me feel happy inside I get this mild euphoria at the thought of this feeling that I need to be in the sea you know and just be caught in the Movement and the 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 Priscilla's feeling of 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 the, of the of the wind and water and 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 it's 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 making me just want to welcome you guys here and uh, I just want to let you know that what is inside is common for you to believe is hidden but it actually can be seen on the outside if you view your life um, from the angle of the stars they will show you that. The stomachache on the inside, although although you you feel it inside, um, actually on the outside can be visible um, by you screwing up your face and saying "ouch" and, and, and saying "babe, it's, it's my stomach is hurting again," and uh, it's very visible by by looking at at at, uh, at the partner 
and, and noticing his face, worried that she may be pregnant and thinking, I just can't go through this again. And, and when you look at this, this is a metaphor for what the moon is doing. The craters in the moon uh, are very similar to, uh, in look and roughness to the man's skin after itching his hand with the, the sheer thought of having another child um, with a woman he's only known for a matter of months. And uh, which is, yeah, it is metaphorically really does show us <laughs> just how beautiful things are, you know. That dry skin falling off of his hands and the blood seeping from the side of his thumb, it, it's not bad. It doesn't mean he's in any pain. It's just a reflection of his sheer hate for this person. person. And and the thing is about um, his hate for this person is that he, it's only taken two or three months to realise he made a bad decision and that moving in with somebody at such short notice against his mother's advice uh, actually really really was a bad idea and if you want to realize where the where the benefit of this is because i know some of you are thinking well well, well Geoff, like, where's the benefit here well here it is he's just realized that sometimes you really can learn something from your elders you really can and next time he'll listen to his parent you know why because his mother is a good spiritual woman Thank you for tuning in. And go fuck your fucking mum. <laughs> go, go fuck your fucking mum. Ha! All right, this is a subject I think doesn't get touched on enough. Prolific forwarders. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. Everybody's got them. Everybody's got one person. As soon as they're on WhatsApp, every single day, they're getting some copy and paste shit sent to their phone. The truth is, I don't know what it's like for you lot, but in my experience... It's usually the over 50s. Do you know what I mean? They're like, oh, everybody would love this. Do you know what I mean? They get a little joke. Um, so I'll, I'm gonna re- let's have a look at what I've got from my prolific forward this week. One of them is, it's just such a great joke. I mean, <laughs> somebody sent me an email about using vodka for cleaning the house. It worked. The more vodka I drank, the cleaner the house looked. <laughs> Oi, oi, come on. I mean, it's... Oh, God. Let's have another one, shall we? Tells from the prolific forwarder. On average, a panda feeds for approximately 12 hours per day. This is the same as an adult at home under quarantine, which is why we call it a pandemic. Oh, my God. Um, Come on, man. Keep sending them to me, man. God, these are good. Oh, my days. You know what? I do love... Oh, it's just so good. Oh, Fantastic. What else we got? We've got some criminals here. Story about some criminals. Um, 50% off Harvester voucher. I'm not saying nothing about Harvester. All right. Nothing. Shit food. What? Um, here we go. One, I'm going to give you one more from the prolific forwarder for this week. The biggest difference between money and time. You always know how much money you have, but you never know how much time you have. Do you know what? How poetic is that? It's just beautiful, isn't it? That is just beautiful. Wait, run back that line. Ever since I had cheese, you've been railroading. Right, food. It's important, man, that this one goes in now because I'm like total food dead. Um, 
which is a strange way to put it. Uh, but yeah, my head that does actually look like sort of various forms of food, just squashed into some weird shape. Actually, come to think of it, but um, yeah, I'm a foodie man, total foodie. So I'm um, this might end up a weekly feature or monthly feature or you know twice weekly feature depending on uh, how this podcast ends up running over time um that's based on you lot really if you like it enough i'll do it more do you know what i'm saying um but yeah so i just want to i won't be killing up uh, most of the time talking about food and stuff but there's a couple of things uh, i'm passionate about food so there's a couple of things that are worth mentioning so just a couple of bits that i might have bought that i recommend so yeah i, I want to start with um if you're talking about heavy seasoners out there, excuse me, the cat's trying to. Is sorry, darling. Excuse me, darling. Thank you, darling. Sorry, my love. Poor it is. She's trying to make a um, appearance on the podcast earlier. She's trying to. There, there we go. Currently uh, trying. To, she's trying to get up to the mic and smell it and rub her face all over it because I'm using it. Because she's like that. When I get home, um, if I've been out for quite a while, she gets a bit weird. Uh, starts rubbing up on everything. And then she'll, uh, her sister, Poe, if she comes in and comes over to me, she tries to attack her because she's a bit of a gel gel. She's a bit of a jelly belly. She's a bit of a jelly belly catty wetty. Anyway, uh, well, yeah, for the seasoners, man, like I want to start with, uh, there's a smoked paprika. Now, um, a lot of people would think, well, how much better, you know, with seasonings, like there, there's, there is a quality level with seasonings and uh, this is one that can prove the difference between your standard shop bought stuff and um, and certain brands. There's a there's a smoked paprika called La Chinata. Um, there will be a link somewhere eventually. I'm guessing on the Twitter, which is at the Joff Show, by the way. Um, J O W F S H O W on Twitter. Um, it's a Spanish product. Um, it's just a smoked paprika which a lot of people have I've seen it more these days it didn't used to be around a lot years ago um, but it seems a lot more people must be using it in their cooking um, which is great because it means that products like um, La Chinata have ended up in places like Tesco's only as of recent um, before I'd only seen it in food markets uh, in the city and stuff like that but it is unbelievable um as soon as you open it and smell it you'll know uh that there's a massive difference between that and your standard um shop bought stuff but you can get in tesco's for a couple of quid or you can go to a posh shop in the city i think it's been uh the first place i saw it was in the food hall in selfridges you fucking posh cunt um but uh yeah i'm not posh by the way i just went there to buy some stuff like this that you can't get from normal shops but nice in tesco's you ain't gonna see me there to buy this smoke paprika anyway banger absolute banger uh <laughs> this is a weird one philadelphia milka so it's chocolate philadelphia which sounds a bit nuts unless you uh, think about cheesecake and stuff like that and uh, it sounds a bit normal really um this came out years ago um i remember it probably over 10 years ago trying it and thinking this is what it tastes like is uh, a Mars bar ice cream when you bite into a Mars bar ice cream there's a filling in there that you don't really get in anything else and uh, that's exactly what it tastes like uh, this is a Milka one so Philadelphia Milka um, they've obviously teamed up to do this I didn't see many on the shelf 
I'm hoping this is going to be a long-term thing because it is, it's unbelievable, man. So, yeah, go get yourself some of that, especially if you're a chubber like me and you, you've got a bit of a sugar addiction. Yeah, you're going to love this, do you know what I mean? Uh, whilst I was there as well, I got lucky on another sweet thing, which is Solo Cream Soda. Now, this is... This is going to be a hard one to find usually. Um, you can find it. I'm, I've been getting it from Tesco's, but I got it from Tesco's in Tottenham. Now, the thing is, uh, it was in the Caribbean Isle. Um, it's a Trinidadian cream soda. soda. Um, again, I'll put a picture up. A little chubby bottle of uh, cream soda. It's just, it doesn't taste exactly like normal cream soda. It's got this flavor to it. But it's, it's incredible cold. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, get your hands on some of that. That is that is a, a, another certified banger. Um, right, next one is a sauce. Um, this one works on so many things, man. Uh, Valentina uh, is the name of the sauce. It's a salsa, what's called a salsa picante sauce, which is... Uh, it's, it's sort of like a peri-peri... Um, or peri-peri, depend where you go. Uh, it's sort of like that, but it's got this sort of citrusy edge to it, but it's amazing. You put it on wings. I've been putting it on wings lately and putting it in the air fryer. Well, put it on wings, chuck some seeds on top of there, or black onion seeds I've been putting on top of there. Um, chuck them in. Unbelievable. That's all it needs. Do you know what I mean? Um, or... Uh, well, you don't have to cook it in the air fryer. Do you know what I mean? You can do it in the oven if you want to. But anyway, Valentina salsa picante sauce... Um, yeah, what else we got here? Okay, <laughs> it's another one. <laughs> I got problems with sugar, man. Morrison's cream palmier. I think you pronounce it palmier. Uh, some people see it as palma, but it's another. That is another. I think it's a Portuguese pastry, which is sort of borderline triangular. I've seen it called um, the pastry itself. I've seen it called elephant's ears in bagel shops on Brick Lane and places like that. Um, but uh, everywhere else is called a palms, uh, palma or a palmier. And this one is if you go to the fresh uh, cake section in Morrison's. It's the only reason I go to Morrison's, by the way. Because um, for some reason, I cannot stand being in Morrison's or Asda. Either of those places. I don't know what it is. It's, I mean, I don't like being out amongst human beings anyway. But those two places suck the life out of me um, way more. Anyway, they do one in the fresh section fresh cream and um strawberry jam and it's incredible it is it's ridiculous um it's always got they're always gone quick always gone quick so if you don't see it there you'll probably see the label for it keep your eyes out if you're if you're a morrison's person or if you're passing the morrison's and you want to get something proper saucy naughty for the evening get that bad boy um well so we've got a last one oatily barista is oat milk right it's, uh, it's one that I've been using for my coffee. And I know what you're thinking, you know what I mean? You're a fucking tree-hugging cunt, right? What are you talking about? Fucking oat milk, you cunt, right? But the truth is, and I, I'm, I'm full-blown carnivore, yeah? It's not a vegan thing, and this is not the reason for having it. I just I was advised it once by a barista. And uh, if you've listened to any other parts of this podcast, or if you're coming back to this podcast, you'll know I'm an absolute coffee fiend. I love coffee. Um, it massively lends itself to coffee it is amazing on its own cold um, it is. Uh, it tastes so nice cold on its own um, the barista version only by the barista version you can then try the others if you want but 
oat milk on its own personally i think it's always been a bit of a letdown um as most of these milks are soy milk i think is disgusting but this one in particular um is incredible and for some uh, for some reason uh it wasn't anywhere and now it's everywhere it's in pretty much every tesco i go into if you can't see it in the milk section go to the uht section where they've got you know the kind of milk that you can put on a shelf instead of having it um in a fridge check that out um that's just a few little bits i'll put this list up somewhere um more than likely it'll be on the twitter um uh yeah check them all out man uh strongly recommend all of these oh cat beef had a bit of hissing rumbling of pause we all right my uncle david who is uh, i consider a very smart man a beautiful soul a great human being in general um somebody i love very much sent me a um a poem by uh Gautier. uh that's how i think is pronounced it's, it's spelled g-o-e-t-h-e but supposedly it's, it's gutia or Gautier. anyway this this um poem i've poem i think is um special especially because um on the spectrum and i got i struggle with uh, concentration and getting things done and um you know what i've noticed is that a lot of people who have these problems when they do find a way they usually create great things do you know what i mean when they really find a way to break through the wall and and take control of of, of the symptoms of what whatever it is that, that makes them different you know um this one here, I think, is uh, very true to form. Um, I've seen the results in, in personally in my own life. People who I know who are quite, who I would consider successful in in uh, tough industries like the music industries that I've sent it to. They said, "This is this is I live by this. This is amazing." Do you know what I mean? So anyway, I'm going to read it to you. Um, yes, yeah, so let's see what you think. Until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back always in effectiveness concerning all acts of initiative and creation. There is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans, that the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issues from the decision, raising in one's favour all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance which no man could have dreamed would have come his way. Whatever you can do or dream, you can. Begin it. Boldness has genius, power and magic. Begin it now. When my uncle sent me that, it touched me because I've had many moments in my life where I've really committed myself to something and created something good um, or what I feel to be good and... Um, been prolific you know um really like you know an, an intense output of uh, maybe art or work of of any sort um and what i've noticed that even if you're not putting it out there somehow it does come to you and i'm not gonna go or let's look worship a crystal crystal and get spiritual about it and talk about this the venus this venus or mars or something moving in, in the sky all i'm saying is is that it's in my personal experience that when you put your head down and you commit to something 100% you say I'm not going to stop until I get this thing until I get what I want here if you're willing to lose the sleep for it if you're willing to sleep two or three hours in your car drive for hours on end eventually things will start happening and some of those things you'll be like actually nothing I did 
uh, none of the work I've done thus far um, or any emails I've sent or anything has made this come to me. This has just come to me, but it just so happens that it's come to me at a time when I was being this person. Do you know what I mean? And the the main struggle is with somebody with like um, what what when I was growing up was being told to me was ADHD and and now is being like a form of autism in a way. Um, what the tr- the trouble was was sticking to it. Do you know what I mean? Um, people like me would get really into shit, man. And uh, <laughs> it's a dickhead thing to say in it. You know what? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're really good at that, Steve. Yeah, you know, I get into shit. I get into stuff, you know. <laughs> Fucking hell, what's wrong with me? Anyway, yeah. So what I'm saying is, I will get into stuff massively. I've done it over the years. I did it as a kid with ice hockey. I did it with basketball. I did it with football. And then moving into arts, music. Cause music's never stopped, but there's been gaps, do you know what I mean? Where there's been more output and less output. Um, art, painting, um I was making soap at one point, uh, which is something I really want to continue doing. Um, and there's just loads of things. You know, at the moment, I'm learning photography, um, sort of learning on the job. Um, and it's quite intense. Uh, there's a lot to learn. I've immediately spent more money than I thought I would spend. Um, but uh, I'm learning it and I'm learning editing. And it's all a bit mad. But um, yeah, we stay busy, man. We stay busy. I think that that poem is a good one for anybody who struggles to keep keep the momentum going to keep it complete. Practice what uh, Goethe is saying in that in that, and uh, I, I, it's you'll see the results, no doubt. Um, yeah, I think that's enough preachy preachy from me. That's a beautiful poem. Um, thank you very much to my uncle David, who I love very very much for that. Um, yeah, let's move on. What's the deal with a one hand buggy push? I don't know if anybody else notices this. Um, Men are bad for it. I've seen women do it, but men are bad for it, yeah? Pushing your kid, your baby, toddler, whatever. And I think this is why most men do it. They feel uncool, so they push the buggy with one hand. But there's a part of me that just makes me think, put both of your fucking hands on the thing, on the buggy, man. Push your child. This is your kid. Show a bit of, like, safety at least. Do you know what I mean? Now, fair do. Some people are trashy. They're pushing it with one hand for, you know, I understand if you're pushing it just quickly to take a call or in this emergency or whatever. But if you're pushing it for one hand for a fag or for beer or for your 14th can of Coke for the day, listen, sort your fucking life out. And men, sort it out, man. If, 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 if dads, you know, respectable fathers see you pushing the buggy with one hand, they're instantly thinking geezer you're not putting in the work you don't give a shit man it may just be me but i think the one-handed buggy push is the type of thing that a total prick does do you know what i mean like you don't need to try and look cool for one whilst you're booking put um booking booking put a book <laughs> whilst you're pushing a buggy um and if it is uncool fuck everybody else it's your kid do you know what i mean Anyway, that's just a, a small annoyance that um, that has always got on my nerves that I figured I'd share with you. Bye! This podcast is partially going to be about fixing me, to be honest. I'm so messed up in the head. I'm going to use this podcast to just let all the shit out of my brain that goes for a fucked up person's brain. Do you know what I mean? Um, 
one part of it may be useful to others um, uh, is that I'm trying to pr- improve my um, cognition, uh, memory, um, and this is the reason why nothing's nothing's happening. But yeah, I'm trying to improve my memory. I'm trying to not just my memory in general, my my quick access memory as well to words. And you know, there's certain days I've noticed where me and my missus are watching the TV and I'm one of these people that I'm like, who does this person look like? Or, or who, who, who is this? Uh, what film was this person in? We saw this person in this recently, da, 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 da. And it might be somebody I really have watched loads of time, heard their name loads of times, but I have to still look it up. Um, on some days I don't have to do that. Um, it's not often if I'm honest. Um, anyway, I want to try and prove, uh, my cognition i've done this before i've taken some nootropics before and trying to tried a, a few different things uh, mainly for depression for anxiety to see if i can reduce it or for for the effects of of concentration um where i am spectrum wise it's a massive part of uh, my life is managing uh, the breaking down of tasks um because i can't really concentrate for long periods of time um and I've noticed that even though I've developed ways over the years of breaking it down, which have helped me become successful in certain things, certain areas of life, um, it would also be helpful to know what is helping me or what can help me um, become uh, better at um, lasting longer in terms of uh, concentrating on stuff um so what i've tried before um and i i can't really report on them at the moment um is i've tried lion's mane which is a mushroom uh which has been known to help people with um alzheimer's and stuff like that um i've tried it uh, i felt pretty good on it uh, if i'm honest um but the truth is i wasn't really at one with my thoughts at the time enough to notice the difference i didn't take it long enough to notice the difference i've taken 5 htp which was fantastic for me when i was uh, first coming off of my um antidepressants um i did notice a difference there but then took the dose that was said or that was uh advised from a couple of articles that i read which was a much higher dose than what it said on the uh back of the holland and barrett thing you know um tub and uh yeah it wasn't great to be honest um so yeah a balance with as is with all things uh you should be taking things you know balanced i take things whenever i take anything i would always take half the dose anyway um to see how it gets on but what i've been using for the past couple of weeks which i actually think is doing me a lot of good is is one called glinko biloba which um is sort of a nootropic um, but it's yeah, it's it's good for many other things. It's good, you know, antioxidant uh, wise. It's good for that. Um, it's been known. Uh, it's really good for um, inflammation. Some people say uh, it can help uh, inflammation. So obviously arthritis and IBD, cancers, heart disease, stroke, stuff like that. It's gonna be it's gonna be helpful for that. Um, it's good for your circulation, which is you know, there's a lot of heart attacks in my family, so that's also uh, quite helpful. But uh one thing it's been known to help with is reducing the symptoms of psychiatric disorders and dementia um so i thought i'll give this one a go it does say to take two of these three to four times a day which 
sounds like a lot, but then you don't know how much is in each thing, you know, each tablet. Um, so I started taking a couple of them here and there. I noticed nothing really. And then I started taking four. I would take four at once. And I have noticed definitely a couple of things. One, on a couple of occasions, I've noticed a mild euphoria, um, very short lived. We're talking five or 10 minutes, but you know, I've noticed it. Anyone who's taken any form of drugs or uh, or any sort of strong painkillers or anything like that will know what this euphoria is. But it's not as strong as that. But it was there anyway. But I have noticed that I did feel a slight euphoria when I took it. To add, I have been lasting longer when it comes to uh, mental stuff. I've been uh, getting more done. Not not shitloads. Not shitloads, do you know what I mean? It's not, a, it's not a game changer at this point, but it is making a slight change. Um, I feel ever so slightly calmer as well. Um, it's, it's known, uh, Glinko Bialoba, for improving brain function and well-being. Um, anyway, uh, it's, it's a leaf. Uh, I think it's in Asia where it used to be taken for many things. Uh, I don't know if... Uh, if it was taken for its nootropic functions there, um, supposedly it's quite good if you've got a bit of problem with the old, uh, instead of taking the old blue pills, you could be whacking a couple of glinkos down your throat and that's supposedly pretty good with that. Um, yeah, but it's, you know, they're saying it can treat depression, it can treat anxiety, so... Uh, eye health too is supposed to be good for i've only recently gone over to wearing glasses for only for stuff i have to concentrate on like screens and stuff like that but um i've gone over to them so hopefully that's going to be helpful with that so I'm, i will um keep updates on on these bits and bobs and i'm going to try others as well there are, there's a long list um of nootropics i'm still doing the research on all the different ones uh to find which ones i want to try in order you know, I think I'll eventually try them all. I'm a, a searcher. I was speaking to my friend Donnie before about this. I'm definitely a, uh, he's the same. I said, you know, we're searchers. We, we know our problem. So we're always researching different things and trying to find something. And uh, because uh, a massive part of our problem is that we, we like the things instantly. So taking something is always going to be something that's going to seem <laughs> like something we're going to want to do rather than you know, having to do something for months on end or, you know, whether exercise, you know, stuff like that. This is why I struggle. I should be exercising, but... And I know how much it's going to help. Um, but I haven't been doing it enough and I will be doing it more. But, I'll, yeah, I'll keep you updated on um, on the nootropic situation. And if anything else uh, I end up taking helps uh, my lack of concentration, then I'll definitely be letting you know because I strongly believe... Uh, years ago, they, they with ADHD and things like that, um, it seemed like only a small amount of people had it. But I think way more people have it um, than you think. I think anybody you know who's really artistic um, probably has it to a certain degree. Um, some more than others, of course. Um, and when you become an adult, it's less about the hyperactivity side of it. It's just way more about... Um, finishing tasks and you know long term uh doing things tedious things for long stretches of time without um just getting lost you know 
uh, this podcast is basically going to be pretty much ADHD for long because it's um, it's just going to be random. But that's, uh, you'll like it uh, if um, if that's how your brain works, I suppose. But yeah, I'll give you an update on the nootropics as as and when uh, I feel like there are some significant results so that's it for the first installment of the joff show it means the world to me if you've listened to even 10 minutes of this complete bedlam so if you've lasted this long thank you so much i'd love to make this a two-way conversation so feel free to get in touch at joff show on twitter instagram and facebook i know this is only episode one but if you could share this to anyone you think may want to hear it that would be super dope stay locked in and subscribe to the show via whichever medium you use to hear this kind of stuff and uh yeah cool man catch you on the next episode peace